This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. All my feline friends, this is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Okay, now, there are some things my cats do that I find just perplexing. Like, why do they find some of the most mundane things fascinating? For example, what is it about cardboard boxes that makes them go wild? And why is every cardboard box that I bring into the house... We're not talking moving boxes, you know, I get a package and I shop a lot online, so there's generally a box a week at least. And before I know it, you know, the contents are out and there's a cat inside. And it's just, I don't know why they love boxes so much, but my next guest does. And she has a way of, you know, where you can get some great cardboard boxes that your cats will love. And they're gorgeous, so your house is not going to look like you're in the middle of moving. We'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try LicoChops. Buy two, get one free. At Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Dawn LaFontaine. Her business is Cat in the Box, and she knows a lot about cats and a lot about why cats love boxes. Welcome, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm so glad to have you on. So tell us, what is it with cats and boxes? And before you answer that, what I want to know is, The size doesn't seem to matter. Like, I've had Dennis, who's a little bit of a bigger cat, squish himself into a box the size of, you know, like a shoe box. And he he barely fits, but he just loves it. And sometimes the smaller cat wants to go in this gigantic box. So what is their fascination with boxes? And I guess size doesn't matter in this case. No, it does not. I mean, there's really, I think if you do a Google search on cats and boxes, you get about 121 million hits, mostly goofy pictures of cats squeezing into things they clearly shouldn't be squeezing into. I mean, you you put an earring box down on the ground and a cat will go inside. You put a refrigerator box down on the ground and a cat's going to go go inside. And it's such a universal phenomenon. And it's so intriguing that scientists the world over, quite literally, have studied this phenomenon. And they've come up actually with three um, key reasons why cats are so cardboard box crazy. So the main reason, and probably the reason um, a cat will you know, squeeze into almost anything to start with, is that they're cold. Cats and humans do not share the same thermoneutral zone. Now, the thermoneutral zone is the temperature at which 
A living thing does not have to expend any additional energy to stay warm or keep cool. So a cat's thermoneutral zone is at least 14 degrees warmer than ours. So they like it somewhere between 86 and 97 degrees, and we keep our houses at around 72. So basically, indoor cats uh, are freezing. And one of the great things about cardboard is the corrugations, which are natural insulators. And the other great thing about a cardboard box, especially one as you described, which is really uh, too small, is that it forces a cat to curl up and keep itself warm. So that's one of the main reasons. There are two others. Okay, wait. That's really, before you get to the other two, that's really interesting because I had no idea about that with, you know, cats' temperatures and all that. So that's really interesting. And it makes a lot of sense, especially the curling up to fit into these tiny boxes that their body clearly does not fit into. Okay, so tell us what are the other reasons? Well, there are two other main reasons. And the first one has to do with stress relief. An ethologist, animal behaviorist, Claudia Vink of Utrecht University in the Netherlands, studied cats that were newly arrived to a Dutch animal shelter. And what she learned was that cats given access to a box were um, less stressed, got used to their new digs more quickly, and were more interested in interacting with people than cats without access to a box. And her ultimate conclusion about cats and boxes is that hiding is a behavioral strategy of the species to cope with environmental change. So by providing your house cat um, with a cardboard box, you're giving her an opportunity to de-stress in a natural way. And the third reason has to do with a cat's wild instincts. I mean, we like to think our little fur babies are our little lap pets, but they're really um, wild animals at heart. They're, um, they have the heart of a predator and their instinct is to stalk and ambush prey. And one of the wonderful things about a cardboard box is that it gives a cat a great opportunity to hide and allows it to express some of these natural predatory behaviors. So whether they're stalking a, a dust moat or you know an insect in the house, they're little lions who are um, stalking their prey. I know they're predators at heart, and I know that cats are, they need to have that seek and hunt kind of engagement. And so what you're saying is, if they're in the box, they're hiding and waiting for their prey to come near? That's exactly what they're doing. So they're acting out some of these um, natural predatory behaviors that some of their wild cousins have. And so when you're giving your cat a cardboard box to play in, you're really helping to meet your cat's needs. Okay, that's great. I mean, that's, and without even really knowing you're doing that, you know, you just have the empty box by the door ready for the recycle bin or something. And here you are being a great pet parent to your, you know, fur kid by doing all these great things by, you know, just with a cardboard box. Who knew? Well, then nobody really knows that, um, you know, most people don't know the science behind it. I mean, obviously, I'm interested because of what I do for a living, but most cat owners are really tuned in to what their cats need. And so they're providing them with a box without understanding the science, just recognizing that their cats just seem happier when they have access to a cardboard box or they seem more like themselves. So um, so most cat owners know this instinctively. I, I have a strong social media following. I get to watch um, all of these cat owners through Instagram, and everybody has a box in their home. I actually, one of my customers actually had 17 boxes in one room. I mean, cat owners love their pets and they want to meet their needs. 
17 boxes? Counted in one photograph. So people have them all over the house. I mean, that's actually how I got started. I, I actually went with my mother to drop her cats off at her cat sitter. And I walked into this woman's home. She's, you know, an at-home cat sitter. And she had, you know, a beautifully decorated condominium. I mean, it's gorgeous. Except her living room was filled with cardboard boxes. And I mean, I've uh, obviously owned cats throughout my life. I knew that, I, you know, I knew in the back of my mind that they like cardboard boxes. But it wasn't until I saw her living room that it really hit me. Why do people put up with dirty, ugly Amazon boxes in their home when they don't have to? Exactly. All right, we're going to take a short break and you're going to tell us how we can have beautiful boxes so our house doesn't look like we're in the state of moving or we're slobs or lazy and don't want to take the boxes out of the house. So we'll be right back after this break. Hair, hair everywhere. How do you manage your cat's hair, hairballs, and dander when they're not really fond of bathing? The answer is just a whisker away with Catnip Bath Wipes from Whitegate. It's the only cat wipe on the market that's infused with natural catnip oil. Catnip Bath Wipes will leave your cat happy, calm, and playful, and you'll both look forward to bath time. Go to whitegateinc.com, that's W-H-Y-T-E-G-A-T-E-I-N-C.com, and enter the code CATNIP for 15% off site-wide, plus free shipping. That's right, 15% off. We're not kidding. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Don LaFontaine, who has been telling us some great information about why cats love boxes. And she also has a really clever and interesting business called Cat in the Box. So we talked about why cats need, kind of not need, but it's it's really, it helps their behaviors and it helps their prey instinct to have a box in the house. So you have a solution to how we can make or obtain pretty boxes so your house doesn't look like we're in the middle of moving or just a mess. Well, that's actually the idea behind my business. And it serves more purposes other than just, you know, being more attractive than a shipping box. I was also concerned about cat safety when I designed my products. And I think about when I, you know, get a box that was delivered off a UPS truck and who knows what warehouse it was, you know, kicked around and, you know, how many different trucks it was on before it got to my house and also what inks they were printed with. And um, so my products actually meet some additional needs of, of not only cat, but owner as well. My, my boxes are clean, they're cat safe, and um, I like to think they're fun. So um, in this social media obsessed world, people are looking for, I think, unique, amusing props to, uh, to photograph their cats with. You mentioned ink, and you had told me when we had communicated earlier that cats are known for eating cardboard and paper and shredding it up and chewing it. And therefore, that's why it's important to have clean boxes and ink, I guess, cat-friendly inked boxes for them if they're going to be in the box, you know, playing around the box because they might have a nibble. And some of inks are not healthy for your cats. Also, some adhesives, I imagine, that might be on standard shipping boxes. What is the reason behind that? 
Well, the reason for how I've designed my boxes, and then I can explain more about why cats chew on cardboard. But my first thought when I was designing mine, as you mentioned, was that they would not have any dangerous adhesives. And well, first of all, I manufacture the boxes completely in the US. So you're getting cardboard that's from this country. And uh, unfortunately, some other countries have an unsavory history with pet products. So it was really important that I would know where the raw materials for my products were coming from. And then with regards to inks, the inks that I use on my boxes are soy-based inks. So these are the very same inks. They're, they're safe for human food contact. So they're the very same inks that would be used on pizza boxes that you would get into your home. So, so that was my thought, knowing that cats have a propensity to lick or chew cardboard and paper. Okay, now why do they do that? <laughs> well, there's actually quite a few reasons why. Um, and this wasn't studied quite as carefully as, as why cats are so obsessed with cardboard boxes. But um, you know, from observing cat behavior, there's a, there are a number of conclusions that we can, that we can draw. For one thing, why do, why do cats tear or chew at cardboard? And that may have to do with also with cats' natural predatory behaviors. Wild cats will uh, have to break their meal into bite-sized pieces by ripping or shredding it. And our domestic cats may be trying to indulge this natural behavior by ripping or shredding paper or cardboard. Now, there are other reasons too. And something that, you know, if your cat is chewing or, or eating cardboard, something you need, you may need to address this with your veterinarian first before you dig any further. So, um, if a kitten is chewing or ripping cardboard, it may just be that it has baby teeth and, and it feels good to them to be chewing on something with a little give like cardboard. But if an adult cat is chewing on cardboard and you can't identify other reasons for it right off the bat, you may, you may want to have your veterinarian look into it. A cat could have irritated gums and rubbing them against cardboard just feels good. Um, and there are certain medical problems that can lead a cat to eat some non-food items including feline leukemia, FIV, uh, diabetes, and, and even, unfortunately, brain tumors. And there's also a genetic component to, to this as well. There are certain breeds of cats that seem predisposed to eating non-food items. So that would be something that I would personally address with my veterinarian first. Now, there are other reasons why a cat may be interested in, in paper or in cardboard. One of the things they may be doing is marking or claiming the paper or cardboard. As you, I'm sure you know, your cats love to leave their scent on things and they may rub up against you or the furniture. And biting or chewing could be a way that they're basically saying this cardboard box is mine. And the final reason may have something to do with boredom. And that's something also that we as pet owners are responsible for identifying and addressing. A cat that's not getting its needs met um, in terms of expending a, you know, any extra energy may be chewing as a way of relieving boredom. So of course, um, and I'm sure every cat owner that I've ever known has a house full of toys, but you do have to make sure that you have enough things to keep them busy and to keep their minds occupied. And also it's your responsibility, I feel, for an indoor cat to engage your cat in play and make sure that your cat is getting everything that it needs from you. So uh, those are the main reasons why a cat might be uh, chewing or eating cardboard. That's very interesting. My cats, they don't really eat the cardboard. They, they shred paper, though. Right. I've seen that, So, but not eating as much. But they're older. It wouldn't be a gums issue for, for like baby cats. But Well, you have actually done um, an important thing right there by observing your cat and making sure that when they're playing with paper or cardboard and, um, you know, putting their teeth on it, that what they're doing is just shredding it and leaving it behind. Now, most of the cats that I'm 
familiar with and I've had experience with that like to chew or eat paper or cardboard, um, eat is not the correct word, are leaving it behind. They're just shredding it up and, and leaving the little bits on the floor. If your cat is actually ingesting the, the paper or cardboard, that's a separate concern. So harmless shredding and discarding is fine, but ingesting um, can cause a dangerous intestinal blockage. So if that's the kind of cat that you have, which again is, is more rare, you should definitely keep paper and cardboard, even my products, away from a cat that has a tendency to consume them. Yes. And not to get off subject, but there, and, and there's been a lot of shows all over Pet Life Radio. I know I did one with um, Dr. Justine Lee from ER Vet about what to have and ha- not have, you know, for safety for cats. But there are so many things that you would not think about and that you should not have around your cats. Just, I don't want to get too off subject, but like tinsel, you wouldn't think, you know, it would be a problem with cats, but they love anything that, and this is true for ribbon that might be on boxes. So maybe it's not too off subject, but they get cats like anything with sparkle and movement and and that sort of thing. So say you have a box and it has some ribbon attached to it that doesn't come off all the way or something. You do not want that near your cat. You don't want your cat ingesting it because any of these types of things, and I think it might be true for for paper as well, could irritate their stomach lining and cause a whole bunch of problems. You're absolutely right about that. So again, most cats are merely shredding for, again, whether it's a predatory behavior, whether it's out of boredom, um, whether their teeth are a little irritated or gums are a little irritated, but they will leave the paper behind. And if you're observing your cat carefully and seeing that they're not leaving it behind, that they're actually chewing and swallowing, by all means, take those items away from your cat. Yes, and see your bit. So now, Dawn, tell us about your boxes. I want to hear all about your boxes, which are gorgeous. And how did you decide on the designs too? Well, I was actually looking for items that would be easily recognizable. So something like uh, the milk carton is something that, interestingly, um, I have a lot of people from uh, through social media from all over the world, and they recognize our milk cartons as milk cartons. So it's it's kind of a universal thing. And I love the little sort of dairy theme, at least at the beginning, something that uh, might appeal to our cats if they were, you know, if they were actual wedges of cheese and actual milk cartons. But um, so it's just more a bit of cleverness from the point of view of the owner. And as you know, I mean, a cat will will go into a tissue box or a cereal box. Um, So they really like the boxes, but they would probably like any box. And Dawn, I noticed also in your boxes, there's like little kind of, I don't know, cat peepholes where they can look out from the box, which is separate from the point of entry. It's almost like a dollhouse in a way for cats. I don't know. That's how I see it. But how did you come up with that idea? Well, I know that cats and kittens love to to jump in and jump out and have different entry points, as you point out, and have a chance to to peep out. So a lot of cats actually take my boxes and they like to sleep in them, but they like to keep an eye on things that are going on outside the box as well. And I recently fostered a litter of motherless kittens and I put my monster cheese wedge on the ground for them. Actually, they played with the boxes endlessly for weeks, but I have so many really adorable videos of them jumping in one hole, jumping out the other, playing with a tail that's hanging out of one hole or, or a few whiskers that are hanging out one on the side and it's it's actually hysterical to watch but adult cats also enjoy having different entry and exit points and and little peepholes as you point out a chance to to watch the world from within the box 
Well, it's a great idea. So tell us, okay, so you have a wedge of cheese, a milk carton. What are some other um, boxes that you have? I'm actually in the process at the moment of designing my next cardboard box toy. So I don't want to reveal what it is yet, but it's uh, we're working with the engineers right now at the manufacturer. And it's 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 also a recognizable design, but it's a, it has a, there's a little bit of a twist in this one. Everybody will get to personalize the box in their own way. So I think that will be a lot of fun for for families, for for people who want to have you know their own designs. And I'm really, really looking forward to to getting it all finished. Okay. And some of the things that just come to mind that I think some of my listeners might be thinking, hmm, I wonder if this would work. What about cat size? My cats go from normal size to like super huge and she's just built that way. I don't know. And then there's, I have regular, medium and extra large or maybe medium, large and extra large as far as cats go. Can all of them fit in your boxes or do I have to maybe get a special one for the bigger cat? (laughs) Well, at the moment, I feel that the holes are six and a half inches in diameter on both of the boxes. They're designed to fit cats of all shapes and sizes. But if you have a cat that's much you know, larger than average and maybe hesitant to jump into something that they should still fit through a six and a half inch hole, but they may be hesitant to, to try it. What I've done is in my uh, Monster Cheese Wedge, it actually has a flap at the back. And to give a, a cat a chance to get used to being inside, you can actually... I would recommend purchasing that one if you have a gigantic size cat and let them try and enter that way and get used to the box first before they decide for themselves that they can actually fit through the six and a half inch hole. That's a good idea because Charlotte, I don't think she could fit inside a six and a half inch hole. I just... (laughs) How big is she? She's big. She's... And she's been to the vet and she's okay, but uh, she's... um, I guess, uh, north of 20 pounds. Oh my, so, that, you have a tiger, not a cat. <laughs> I rem- yeah, she's a, f- I don't, and she doesn't eat more than the others. I don't know. And I remember I had a show a long time ago and it was, uh, it was someone who, he created some things and in his book, it was so funny. He said his cats were of impressive size. So I'm borrowing his term for Charlotte because she's of impressive size. So that's the best I can do. And she doesn't get extra treats. She gets a lot of, you know, exercise. She's just big. That's just the size she's supposed to be then. Yeah, she's. if she was a person, she would be a linebacker. So, you know, <laughs> but it's good to know that she can get a box too and she can fit inside the cheese box. So that's a great idea. Absolutely. What are some ways to introduce your cat to the box? I know cats love boxes, but, you know, yours are a little bit different shapes than just a standard and nicer shapes and gorgeous shapes rather than a standard open box. So is there, do you need to introduce your cat to the shape or does your cat going to say, hey, I got this. I, I know boxes and just go from there. Well, interestingly, I volunteer in a cat shelter every week. And for uh, almost every time that I visit, I work with the the feral cats. Uh, they're, they're kind of on the third floor of the shelter. And they're really just, they're, they're there because they need to have, you know, a wonderful life, but they're probably not going to end up in anybody's homes. So these are cats who truly may have never seen a cardboard box. And I've brought my boxes to the third floor of my shelter and I put them on the ground and cats who will not go near me, will not let me touch them, will not let me feed them a treat out of my hand, will attack the box. I mean, they it's crazy to think that a cat who has never seen a cardboard box already knows that they want to go inside. 
That being said, again, if you have a cat, every, you know, cats have a range of personalities and there are some who are more hesitant to try something new and um, you can just put a few treats inside. The other thing that I've done is use the a fishing pole, you know, the, the toys with the, that are like little fishing poles and play with the, with the toy inside. And that usually encourages a cat who may be a little more timid about trying something new to at least approach the box, look inside and maybe give it a peek. So overall, most cats over time are just so curious that they can't help but go in. Maybe when your back is turned, but but they'll give it a try. Okay, and then this thought just popped in my into my head. What about could you put catnip inside the box, or then the box would be destroyed? Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. If that's something that your cat enjoys, and and it may encourage them to open up a little bit and and give something new a try, I would absolutely encourage the use of of catnip. Now, um, in terms of the durability of the box over time, there are people who will keep the box throughout the life of the cat. But as you point out, there may be cats who are wilder and it is, is only cardboard that, you know, could do a little bit of damage. Now, from the point of view of the cat, that's probably just how they like it. But um, that's just something to think about as you're deciding how you want to play with these products and how important it is to you that they remain pristine. Okay. And great answers to my vast amount of questions. Where can people that are listening that are, you know, I have to check these boxes out, where can they find them? Well, they can visit my website, which is thecatisinthebox.com. That would be the best place. And if they have any questions, I have my phone number on my website. I have a a contact sheet um, on the website. They can feel free to reach out to me by telephone or by email. I would love to chat with people about my products. Okay, and what's your Instagram if people want to see all those crazy, funny videos and decide, you know, hmm, I should really get that cheese box or maybe the milk carton or so (laughs) um, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is the cat is in the box and there are periods between each of the words and they can also visit me on Pinterest. It's also cat in the box. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on Catitude and explaining to all of us, well, for me, finally, why cats love boxes, because it's one of those things I just never knew the answer to. It's been great having you on Catitude. Thank you so much, Michelle. It was great chatting with you today. Wow. Now, that was one of my most interesting shows because it answered so many questions as to why my cat loves boxes. And I am going to get that cheese box for Charlotte. Maybe the, maybe she'll like me better. I think she likes boys more than girls. Anyways, wonderful having Dawn on Catitude. And I'd like to thank my crew, uh, my cat crew, for teaching me that I need to get them better boxes than what they have and to make sure I have boxes because they need them. And so big thank you to Molly, Charlotte, and Dennis and also um, to my other outdoor feral cat crew, which is uh, Sammy and Jethro. Thanks to my dog crew, which is Nikki and Zeus, who let my cats be as they want to be. Thanks to my producer for Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound great. 
huge thank you to everyone listening. You guys are why I do this. You give me great tips, great information, and I hope I do the same for you. This show is all about just talking about cats, communicating things about cats, what we need, what's going to make our lives better with our cats, and all of that. So, hey, if anything comes up and you're like, hey, I'd love to hear a show on this, or just comment, whatever, michelle at petliferadio.com. And my growing but small Instagram is at catitude17. And um, thank you so much for listening. There's going to be so many more great shows coming up. So stay tuned and uh, keep listening, Catitude. And thank you. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.